Sonia Gavankar. I'm Stephanie Gage. We're sort of whispering because we are taping this week in a library. The boys are, of course, reading books. They're not. They're actually watching our devices in a library. We had good intentions. Uh, I brought them books to read, but instead (laughs) mine is watching PBS Kids, which is like reading. Similar. Oh, wow. They're quiet. That's all that matters. Agreed. This month we are starting with, we are looking backwards with a very historical, important figure in the women's movement, but also right now she's hot, hot, hot for something she recently said on the campaign trail with Hillary Clinton, and that is Madeleine Albright. The first female Secretary of State. That's right. And there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. That was the famous quote that she said while campaigning with Hillary Clinton that got many people in a buzz. How come? I think it means you have to support Hillary Clinton. I think that's what people assume she means. And I think, well, I can't speak for her, but I don't think that's what she's saying. I think she's saying be wise in who you choose to support. And it may be a man, it may be a woman, but it's clear who Madeleine Albright is supporting. Well, I mean, she was campaigning for her. So, yeah, I think that's pretty clear. I also would argue that in the moment she was referencing Voting for Hillary Clinton. Well, sure. I mean, in her, she then issued an apology because people were all up in arms about it. Like, how dare you? I can vote for whoever I want. And she did say, you know, she got a little heated up. She was very excited. So she obviously meant vote for Hillary because this, we need to move women forward and we have to support each other in that. But she did get maybe a little ahead of herself. So is she right? Is there a special place? If we, if we aren't, Uh, supporting Hillary Clinton? Are we not supporting women? I would prefer to look at it broadly and say, if we're not supporting That feels very presidential. (laughs) I would like to not answer that by speaking about children and poverty. Well, simply put, I don't think that we're against women if we don't support Hillary Clinton, because I think that it that marginalizes all women to say you have to choose one thing. Or one person, because that's the only option. And women have lots of options. I think we have to make sure that we allow women to make the decisions on their own and respect the fact that they can identify who the right decision is for them. But we should be pushing women to think about all women and all the different kinds of decisions when they are making their elected decisions, but also uh, economic ones, what they're buying, who they're buying from, and how they're raising their children. And what they're doing at work, with at work, not at work, whether they are leaning in or leaning back, being supportive of that. Um, so going back to the Madeleine Albright thing for a second, I think what's so brilliant about the work that she has done and the work that so many women of her generation specifically have done is that they have busted their asses to create an atmosphere right now where we all now have choices. And... It's probably a double-edged sword, it feels like. It's like, I've worked for her, perhaps. I've worked so hard to create this opportunity for women. How dare they not look and support? Yet we're saying, you've worked so hard to give us this equal playing ground, and now we get to take advantage of it fully. And so perhaps it's almost like it came back to bite you in the ass. You know, like when you worked for female freedom, we now feel free enough to not have to stay on that train. Right. And not to have to stay on one team. Exactly. So it is incredible that um, we do have the choices. And of course, I think to be pro-woman doesn't mean you have to vote for a female candidate. 
I totally agree with you. Oh, I love when we're in sync. So let's talk more about this idea of what freedom means across all all spectrums, right? Oh like professional development, just the things you were talking about, economic choices. What, where do you feel like you have the freedom to make choices or where do you feel like you still are pigeonholed on choices? Unfortunately, I think it's, it's the, the same answer for both. I feel like I have all the freedom in the world, but when I make a decision, I have to know that there are repercussions with that decision. And Unfortunately, it's not like men who can make a decision, move on, move forward. Women have to strategize what blowback is worth taking when they do make a decision. Like what? What are you talking about? Anything. I think that if a woman decides to stay home for a couple of years to take care of her child and raise her child before going back into the workplace, she has to strategize that way more than a man has to. And I know plenty of men who have taken time out of their career aspirations to work to stay at home to be with their children and to be the stay at home dad. And when they have inserted themselves back into the career track, they have lost no ground. They go right back in. Women don't have that. So when we decide to stay home or to take a leave of absence or to take a leave to finish our, or take a leave to work on our education, it's not heading right back into the same spot even where we left it. We have to take several steps back. So we have to strategize every single decision, even though we know it will pay off eventually. I'm questioning the word have to. So here's just playing devil's advocate here. If men are able to come in, it's because they haven't, they haven't suddenly lost skills. They haven't lost talents. All the things they accomplished before, they didn't suddenly lose. Neither have women. So is the workforce forcing us backwards or are we devaluing the time we're out questioning ourselves and then holding ourselves back because we don't come in and demand to be where we were at minimum absolutely no you're absolutely right and we talk about this over and over again about not valuing our life skills and our our opportunities and always having to think that we have to prove that we are ready for the position as opposed to knowing that we are ready and we have been ready. It's something we talk about over and over again. And even if you are not fully ready, the ability to say, you know what, I can fake this until I catch up. I think, you know, what's interesting about men, this this comes up in salary negotiation, this comes up in promotion, is that men will raise their hand and say, yes, I'm ready to be promoted, even if they're terrible. Yeah. They have, you know, like, you haven't met any of your sales quotas. How can you be a sales manager? You know, or, or some of these things. They're willing to say, yes, put me in, even if I don't have the skill set, because I feel like you can throw me into the deep end and I'm going to figure it out and... Women will well, say, it, I, I need to have done it right. for the last six and years. And that I've been the best at it. Right. And what you say also is the same thing that women feel of. Men say that they'll figure it out and women say, I'll fake it. There's no faking it. They're, we're not faking it. We're just trying to overprove that we are deserving of the position we're Absolutely. In. Right. Which goes back to sort of that idea of like imposter syndrome of getting mm-hmm. into a position mm-hmm. and thinking like, oh my God, they're going to find me out. Nobody's going to find you out because turns out you actually are very talented. Um Again, we will speak about this as we get through our weeks and talk more about salary negotiation, but that idea of I'm going to keep my mouth shut, I'm going to wait to be recognized. I think going back to Madeleine Albright, what we see here is that she didn't wait to be recognized. She pushed herself forward. We have to push ourselves forward in whatever version that looks like. That doesn't mean you have to go all lean in in your career. It means that if, if staying at home and then going back to work is what you want. Amazing. If it is, 
I want to work an adjusted schedule because I want and am choosing in an empowered way to be at home more when my children come home from school. Whatever that is, is that you know that you are worthy of it and then you ask for it boldly, which certainly Madeline Albright is an amazing example of. And to go back to exactly what she said, there is a special place in hell for women who do not help other women. So when you see other women struggling with these decisions, support those other women so that they can then support you as you make tough decisions that you know ultimately will bring you balance and happiness in your life and your career. Preach. We look forward to you joining us next week when we look further into our shared female history so we can move forward with strength. And join us on Facebook and Twitter and interact with us so we can make some history of our own. I'm Sonia Gavankar. I'm Stephanie Gage. Thanks for listening. 